1: Kellogg's Pets, the super delicious cereal, presents the adventures
2: of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Yes, it's Superman. And today, as we know, the Man of Steel is in imminent danger, for the Scarlet Widow is making plans to secure the one great threat to his strength, the fragment of the planet Krypton. We'll join him as Clark Kent in a moment. But right now, your pal Dan McCullough is hearing some mighty exciting news from his cousin Doris.
3: Look, Dan, look. I just got my sundial wristwatch. Isn't that a beauty?
1: It sure is, Doris. Why, say, uh, that's a real aluminum dial.
3: course. Oh, shiny as anything. And look how the strap holds it nice and flat on my wrist.
1: Say, that's swell. Uh, has your brother seen it?
3: Not yet, It just came. Pee-wee! Pee-wee! What you want? Come here a minute, I want to show you something. Can't you see I'm busy? Hey, you
1: better come, you'll be missing out on something, Pee-wee.
3: Well, all right.
1: Hi, Dan, what gives? Gives plenty, pal. Uh, see what your sister has?
3: Yeah, look, Pee-wee. It's a real modern sundial wristwatch. It's just time by the sun. Let me see. Hey, that's swell. How does it work?
1: Well, uh, Pee-wee, first you lift this pointer here, and you aim it due north.
3: Then the sun's rays make the shadow form the dial. And wherever the shadow falls, that's the hour of day. Right.
1: That's all there is to it. Say, Doris, you know the last comic book I got out of my allowance?
3: Yes? You trade you three comic books for the sundial wristwatch? Nope. Please? No, sir. Ha oh, sis. I need that sundial watch. I can use it on hikes and when I'm on scouting patrol. And I'm in the boat. And I can use it, Mr. Pee-wee, for club meeting. And I go on hikes, too. Oh, gee, guys, come (laughs) on. Now, look,
1: Pee-wee, why don't you send for your own sundial wristwatch? That's what the rest of the gang's doing. It's so smart-looking and so useful, everybody wants one. Easy to get, too. You just ask Mom to get you a good supply of that super-delicious whole wheat flake cereal, Kellogg's Pet. Then, tear off two box stops, be sure you get the ones plainly marked top, and send them in, along with your name and full address, clearly printed and ten cents in cash, to Superman Box 157, Battle Creek, Michigan. You got that address? It's Superman Box 157, Battle Creek, Michigan. And gang, do it right away. The sooner you send in, the sooner you'll get your modern, streamlined, sundial wristwatch from Pep. Pep. Made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. And now, The Adventures
2: of Superman. For the first time in all his existence, Superman knows the meaning of fear. When a fragment of the planet Krypton, birthplace of the Man of Steel, came to Earth as a flaming meteor, Superman, in his guise of Clark Kent, learned to his horror that the green glowing piece of kryptonite in the Earth's atmosphere robbed him of his supernatural strength and powers and made him a weakling. Unable to venture close enough to the kryptonite to destroy it, he influenced a meteorologist at the Metropolis Museum to place it in a sealed vault. But now that man is dead, and Kent fears that the only weapon on Earth capable of destroying him may fall into the hands of his enemies. And strangely enough, he is right. For even now, a woman known as the Scarlet Widow is making plans to gain possession of the deadly weapon. It is shortly after midnight, and we find Superman in his guise of Kent... At the home of Inspector Henderson, chief of the Metropolis Police Department. Listen. I'm sorry to have had to drag you out of bed, Inspector, but the matter is urgent. Well, whatever it is, I'm sure it could have waited until morning, Kent. I'm afraid it can't. Here, read this. Read what? The story under the headline, Superman in Danger. Hey, what is this, a gag? No, it isn't. The story ran in yesterday's late edition of The Planet. Lois Lane wrote it. Hmm. Let's see. A great and powerful Superman is in grave danger of meeting his master. There's learned today that a fragment of kryptonite capable of robbing Superman of all strength and power is reposing in a sealed vault of the Metropolis accomplished... Hey, what sort of nonsense is this, Kent? It's on the level, Inspector. There isn't time to go into detail. Lois had no business running the story, and, well, what I'm afraid of now is that someone may try to get possession of that piece of kryptonite. And I want you to have it guarded. Oh, go on back home, Kent, and take a cold shower. No way. Well, you a world of good. This is serious, Inspector. More serious than you realize. And every moment we waste is precious. Now, all I ask is that you authorize sending 50 men to guard the museum until morning. Now, is that asking too much when I tell you a great deal is at stake? You know, I really think you're serious. Of course I'm serious. It's a matter of life and death. Superman's life and death. All right, Kent. You win. I'll call headquarters and okay it. Good. I'll get the number for you. Don't bother. I've got a direct line on this phone. Uh, Connect me with Sergeant Mulroney. I want you to understand, Kent, that I'm doing this on your word. If, by any chance, this is a gag or a practical joke, I'll see that you spend the rest of your life in the city jail on bread and water and don't But even as Inspector Henderson puts through the call that will throw a police guard around the Metropolis Museum, the fear in Clark Kent's mind is taking shape and form as a small sedan moves quietly through the dark streets of the city, en route to the museum. At the wheel is an nondescript character in a checked cap. But in the rear seat, well hidden, save at intervals, when the yellow light of a street lamp flashes through the windows, are a strange couple. One of them is a woman, tall and thin and gaunt, garbed in scarlet. The other is a little sniveling Cockney. The woman is known throughout the world as the Scarlet Widow. The little Cockney's name is Sniggers. For long moments, they are both silent. Then the woman speaks.
0: You told the driver exactly how to approach the museum, I hope, Snickers.
3: I even him a map I did.
0: Good. Then it should be smooth sailing. We'll circle the museum once to make sure the coast is clear. Then we'll drop you and wait for you on the southeast corner of 10th Street. Right, Al shouldn't take you very long. The crack in the
3: vault ain't going to take no time at all. It's fine it what's going to take the time.
0: Vaults are usually in the basement of a building. And remember, don't let the piece of kryptonite frighten you when you get the vault open. According to that story in the paper, it glows with an eerie, greenish light.
3: Oh, you can rest easy with her. It's as good as in your
0: hands right now it is. The museum's on the next block. Look sharp, Snickers. Look, Lonnie! Hold up, Benny! <coughs> What's the matter,
3: Snickers? Look, they got the museum surrounded. Police. Hundreds of them. No, there ain't that many, but it's enough. I ain't getting in there tonight, and that's a fact.
0: I'm not so sure. You get out and get as close to the museum as possible without being seen. Tell the driver to shut the motor off.
3: Shut it off, Benny! Now, what's on your mind with this?
0: You've got to get into that museum tonight, Snickers. Police or no police... It's quite evident the thing we want won't be there tomorrow. Oh, uh, Psalms are enough, up, but how do we do it? There's only one way. We'll lure some of those policemen away from the building. You'll have to slip through at the right moment. How do we lure them? And how do I get out once I'm in? Getting out will be a problem for you to solve. You're slippery enough to manage it. We'll lure them away from the building by setting this car on fire. Lord, blimey! We've got to work fast. You get going. The driver and I will take care of the car. The moment those policemen see it go up in flames, some of them will run over. That's when you get into the building. It i going to be easy with us. Nothing important is easy. Remember that. I'll be waiting at the apartment for you. Get going. Right, Anne. Goodbye and good luck. I'll be seeing you. I hope. So.
2: Slipping into the darkness, Little Cockney moves silently along a tree-boarded street creeping closer and closer to the huge granite museum building, where, standing on the steps of the main entrance, is Clark Kent, conversing with Police Sergeant Mulroney. The chances are nothing will happen, Sergeant, but we just want to make certain. Sure, and it's like me, old lady Bridget's always after saying. A pound of prevention, she says, is worth a noun secure. Or, or is it the other way around? Oh, well, either way will do. <laughs> I imagine it'll be safe enough to send the men back to headquarters at dawn. I'm really sorry we had to bring them out, but it just couldn't be helped. Uh, what are we after guarding, Mr. Kent? Well, it's nothing of any real value, Sergeant, except that hey, it has the... Fu- what's that on the next block? It looks like a fire.
1: It ain't nothing else but an automobile. Adams, Clancy, O'Brien, get over there and see what's doing. Okay, yes, gentlemen, get to a firebox and ring an alarm on the double. Okay. Hey Sergeant, maybe I can help. Go ahead if you wish. I'll stay here and keep an eye on things. I'll be right back.
2: Unsuspecting, Clark Kent hurries in the direction of the burning car. His only thought that his help may be needed in rescuing whomever may be trapped in the fire. But no sooner is he out of sight than a shadowy figure slips into the place vacated by the absent policeman and hugging the museum wall moves along silently on cat-like feet until he reaches the delivery entrance to the building. There, a single officer is on guard. Stilling up behind him, the cockney sniggers, presses the sharp point of a knife into the small of the policeman's back.
3: Don't, don't you move, you're, old, you're a deaden. The knife's just long enough to reach your heart, and I knows how to get it there. Now keep your hands down at your sides and back slowly toward the door. Now, oh, not a peek now... All right, hold up. I've got to get this here door open. Uh, keep your lips buttoned. Uh, this key ought to do it. Ain't no lock. It don't open. Now uh, still, copper, don't try nothing. Let's see now. There, uh, does it. It's all right, she's open. Step inside, copper. We're taking a little tour of the museum, you and me. For educational purposes, you might say.
2: With a steel blade pressed against his back, the helpless policeman can only follow instructions. Stepping into the delivery corridor, he hears the door close behind him. The scarlet widow has struck, and one strand of the deadly web she is weaving for Superman has been spun. Will Sniggers find the piece of kryptonite? We'll return in a moment with more tense excitement. But first, here again is our good friend.
1: Yes, Pep Gang, more exciting news about that new Kellogg's Pep Sundial Wristwatch with a regular strap for your wrist. And news about how you can get one, too. You see, this swell instrument is just the thing you've been waiting for, for some real sport. You let nature and the sun help you tell time. And it's really easy. You just aim the pointer on the Sundial Wristwatch due north. The sun casts the pointer's shadow on the dial, showing the hour of the day. And you can read off the hour quick as a flash. What a grand time you and the rest of the gang can have with this shiny aluminum wrist piece. Now, here's how you get it. Send in two box tops marked top from packages of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal, Kellogg's Pet, along with ten cents in cash and your name and full address, clearly printed to Superman, Box 157, Battle Creek, Michigan. Send in today. And now,
2: back to the adventures of Superman the Scarlet Widow's flaming automobile is now a mass of water-soaked junk on the street, and the fire engines have left the scene. Clark Kent, back on the museum steps with Sergeant Mulrooney, and unaware that Sniggers has gained entrance to the building, is strangely puzzled. You know, that car was empty. No sign of a driver. It might have been a stolen car, and when it took fire, the feller beat it. Yes, that's possible, but... I don't know, I just got a funny feeling there's more to it than that. Uh, What do you mean? Everything was all right back here, wasn't it? Yeah, quiet as a church mouse. Oh, I guess I'm wrong, then.
1: I, I just had the Excuse feeling that... me,
2: Sergeant. Yes, what is it, Mike? You didn't see Halloran around, did you?
1: Halloran? No, the last I saw him, he's over at the side of the building at the delivery entrance.
2: Well, he's not there now, but we've only got 49 men. But, what are you talking about? Sergeant! Yes, Kent? Someone got into the museum and took Halloran with him. And... Great Scott, he... he's got the kryptonite! startled the police sergeant stares at Clark Kent in evident disbelief but Kent is right for even as he speaks the x-ray eyes of Superman have pierced the granite walls of the building and are watching Sniggers the Cockney lift the jagged green glowing piece of kryptonite from a jimmied vault in the basement now only the guns of the police can stop the scarlet widow's emissary for Superman is helpless what will happen Tomorrow's episode is the most exciting you've ever heard, so don't miss it. Tune in, same time, same station, and follow the adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman.
1: Fellas and girls, be sure to follow the adventures of Superman. Brought to you every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station, by the makers of that super delicious cereal, Kellogg's Pep. And for other thrilling adventures of Superman, see your local newspaper. Superman is also a copyrighted feature, appearing in Superman DC Publications.